It seems like every guy does it and it's no big deal. But I believe that porn destroys confidence, can ruin lives, and even ruin families. In fact, I know several people who have lost their marriage because of a porn addiction. Yet, no one seems to talk about it. Probably because it's a subject that is full of shame. And for me personally, I dealt with porn addiction for nearly half my life. I felt like such a failure and such a loser because everything I tried wouldn't work. I mean, I tried reading books and listening to podcasts and trying all these different habits, yet I would always end up going back to it. And so a lot of times I just gave up and just said, well, I guess this is who I am. I'll just do it and be done with it. But deep down, I felt a lot of shame and guilt, and I knew I had to conquer this addiction once and for all. I seriously felt like I was a drug addict that just couldn't quit until I did the seven steps that are really simple. And when you take action and do these seven steps, then you will beat porn addiction too. Welcome to the Attractive Man Podcast, where we help men become better men. I'm your host, Matt Artisan. Did you know that 35% of all downloads on the internet are pornographic and that 70% of men between the age of 18 to 24 visit a porn site at least once a month? And Cambridge University found that brain activity in a sex addict mirrors that of a drug addict. Now, I don't know about you, but maybe this is a problem that you've never admitted to anybody before. I'm sharing it to the entire world world that I've been a porn addict and a sex addict from the age of 15 when I found my stepdad's uh, porn VHS video all the way until my early 30s. That's most of my life having the same pattern of behavior, habit, and addiction. If I can break it, then I know you can too. Step number one is find the root cause because porn addiction often stems from a much more deeper underlining problem. Watching porn might be the symptom and you need to cut out the disease to cure it for good. For example, some sex addicts were either molested or raped at a young age and so they experienced deep feelings of shame. Now that wasn't really the case for me. It was more about not feeling like I truly loved myself and as a result not feeling like I deserved a woman of especially of that caliber that you would see in those type of images or movies. I just felt like I was unworthy of getting a beautiful woman's love or affection. And so I would resort to the next best thing. And when I started working on my confidence and how I feel about myself and truly loving myself and also working on my skills with women, I saw a big improvement. So take a second to think about, is there a deeper root cause? And you might need some psychological help and talk to a psychiatrist about this. Step number two is you need to change your mindset. Jordan Peterson says, don't think of it as quitting porn. Think of it as having a better life. You see, you're unconscious brain doesn't compute negation. So if you've been focusing on, I need to quit porn, your brain doesn't hear the word quit. It hears, I need porn. Or if you've been focusing on, I need to stop watching porn, according to neuroscientists, your unconscious brain doesn't hear the word stop. It just hears, I need to watch porn. Now your conscious, logical neurocortex, yes, it knows what you're saying, but your subconscious brain, which is a lot more powerful, doesn't hear the negation. Mother Teresa said, I will never attend an anti-war rally, but if you have a peace rally, 
invite me. So instead of focusing on the negative of stop watching porn, focus on the positive. Instead say, I'm becoming the best version of myself and I only allow positive, helpful content into my mind and body. Now, I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but I want you to see yourself as a man that's striving for greatness, who's not perfect because none of us are, but who's striving to improve himself. Always have a picture of who you want to be as a man as if you're that person right now. Not someday in the future, but it's you right now. Focus on becoming a better version of yourself. And I don't think that image that you have of yourself in your mind, of your full potential, who you know you're meant to be, is someone that watches internet porn. Also, the energy of sexual desire is one of the most powerful energies. In fact, Napoleon Hill said, when driven by this desire, men develop keenness of imagination, courage, willpower, persistence, and creative ability unknown to them at other times. So see yourself as a man who harnesses his sexual energy to achieve greatness in the world. Step three is knowing the truth. Because when you understand what porn actually does to your mind and body, it can really be helpful, especially for you analytical guys. You need a vision for your life that excites you, step number two, but also a vision for your life that scares you, step number three. So I want you to write down all the negative side effects that porn is doing to you. How is it harming you? Seriously, actually write it down. For example, I like to think of it in three or four different categories. The first category being dopamine imbalance. Because when you watch porn, there's an abnormally increased amount of dopamine and glutamate that's released and the body will react to it as if feeling intense sexual pleasure despite the lack of actual human contact with another person. And when your dopamine levels are out of whack from watching porn, then simple things in life that used to give you pleasure, like a nice sunset or walking on the beach or eating a delicious piece of cake, can actually seem dull and tasteless. And this can lead to deep depression. So let me explain. Our natural biology strives us towards survival and replication, right? Survival could include food and replication, Application involves sex. An addiction of food can lead to obesity, even though it's natural to want food because dopamine is released when we eat especially fat and sugar. And we like that reward, it feels good. But when we have too much of that, excess consumption creates a dopamine surge and leads to brain changes and cravings of more and more. Dopamine can lead to arousal addiction, whether it's food or porn. And that can lead to symptoms like ADHD, social anxiety, depression, performance anxiety, and OCD. And the crazy part is that most healthcare providers will usually medicate these symptoms when they should be asking the client if they watch porn and then suggest them to change that behavior instead of medicating the symptom. One guy that stopped watching porn after just two months, he said that my anxiety is non-existent, my memory and focus are sharper than it's ever been before, and I feel like a huge chick magnet, and my ED is gone too. I seriously feel like I had a rebirth, a second chance at life. So that leads me into the second category, which is sexual dysfunction. And one of the symptoms of that is unrealistic expectations. In fact, I recently had a boot camp in New York where I was teaching guys how to approach beautiful women, and I had one client specifically that said, you know, none of these women are hot enough for me. And he just wouldn't approach because he said he wasn't attracted to anybody. And this is New York City. 
hot women everywhere. And at first, I thought it was just an excuse not to approach, not to get out of his comfort zone. But as we dug a little deeper, I found out that he had a very severe porn addiction. So of course, when you see these perfect women that will do anything, right? They're Photoshop and they're all done up to look amazing and they're doing all the things that a guy would ever fantasize about, how can a normal woman compare to that? She can't. Even looking at Instagram models can actually have this effect because it's the same thing. You're looking at all these filtered women. Trust me, they're all going through filters. There's even plastic surgery apps nowadays that can make your nose look smaller and make their chin look a little smaller and their eyes bigger. And they all use this. So if you're constantly looking at those kind of images, a person in real life will never be able to compare to that. And of course, also erectile dysfunction is a huge symptom because you're so used to looking at those caliber of women doing all those crazy things. And then when you finally have a woman alone with you in your bed and you see her naked and she's not absolutely flawless, then you're just not used to being aroused by a woman like that. You're used to having these total tens and she might just be a eight. Is still pretty good, but because she doesn't live up to your unrealistic expectations, you're just not aroused. Especially if you're used to watching things like threesomes and foursomes. How can one woman ever compare to three or four or a group? She can't. Not only that, but your body just gets used to being aroused and being erect while you're alone in your room looking at your computer. So then when you're in this totally new situation with a real woman lying there on your bed, your body is just not used to that kind of situation. And that happened to me several times. I hate to admit it, but as soon as the girl left and I flipped on the porn, I was back in action. And let's not forget about shame. Whereas other addictions can be shameful, but people talk openly about alcohol addiction or drug addiction, but sexual addiction, especially pornography, no one ever really talks about. And most people are ashamed to admit that they have a problem. And psychologists agree that shame is actually one of the biggest indicators for psychological problems, which of course leads to a, a deep lack of confidence and unworthiness. And finally, a study in 2014 showed that as hours of reported pornography use increases, the amount of gray matter in the brain decreases. The gray matter includes regions of the brain involved in sensory perception, such as seeing and hearing, memory, emotions, speech, decision-making, and self-control. Pretty bad stuff. And most people have no idea all the harm that porn is doing to your mind and body. Step number four is trapping your triggers. Now, understanding all the negative effects can definitely help, but that's a logical thing. And the addiction to porn generally stems from emotions. You feel aroused, you feel excited. And emotions, unfortunately, often override logic. So you need a game plan, an action plan of what to do when those feelings start coming up. And first, you need to know what triggers that feeling. When does it usually happen? Who are you with? Probably not with anybody, probably alone. But where are you? What are you doing and what mental state are you in right before leading up to you watching pornography? For example, do you normally just do it when you're really tired? Do you normally do it when you're really bored or when you're feeling kind of down or depressed? Is it happening right after you're looking at Instagram models? Does it happen when you go to the bathroom with your phone or does it happen when you go to your bed with your phone or does it happen every time you look at your computer alone? So take a second right now and identify those triggers or those cues 
leading up to the habit. And then once you know what those are, how can you either change them or eliminate them so that they don't lead to that bad habit? For example, for me, it was looking at my phone while I'm in bed before I go to sleep. I was just innocently checking email or checking social media, but then one thing would lead to another and I'd start looking at things I shouldn't be looking at. So. All I had to do is leave my phone outside my room before I went to bed. If it's looking at Instagram models, then just unfollow all the models that you look at. Stop doing that. If it's looking at your computer when you're alone, then instead of doing work at home, go to a cafe, bring your computer somewhere in public where you're probably not gonna look at it. If it's when you're staying up late and you're getting really tired, which can deplete your self-control, then start going to bed a lot earlier. So now that you've identified your triggers, write down a few things that you can do differently that are leading up to you watching porn. Because if you change those triggers, then what you do after the trigger won't happen. Now, does that mean you won't feel any sexual desire when you're alone and the urge won't come up? No, even if you eliminate those triggers, you still might have that urge. It's natural to want sex as a man. That sexual desire is a natural feeling. So you need an action plan of what you can actually do when that feeling comes up, which is step number five. Here's a few examples. One, you jump into a cold shower. That's gonna totally shock your system and you're not gonna be in that sexual state anymore. If you start thinking all these sexual thoughts, then it might just be as simple as distracting your mind picking up a book and reading the book. By the way, often sexual images and sexual thoughts come up from the things that we saw throughout the day. Now you can't avoid everything, but if you see a sexual billboard, stop staring at it. Notice it and then just look away. If you see a beautiful woman in a tight dress, don't stare at her. Even when all your friends are like, hey, look at her, wow, she's so hot. Just be like, oh yeah, she's okay. Don't feed into their influence of drooling over beautiful women. Whether it's real life, pictures, videos, start forming the habit that you look away. There's nothing wrong with appreciating the female form, but when you focus on them and you lust over them, even when it's in public with people around, later on that day, those images can still be in your mind and then one thing can lead to another. Another thing that I know some guys like to do when those feelings start coming up and they feel tempted to watch porn is just go outside, go for a walk or go for a run. What Jules Bia, our inner game expert at The Attractive Man suggests is that you actually sit in those feelings for five minutes, like a meditation, and you just sit with that desire, let it come up, just experience it fully. And when you do that, you process it out. You feel it, it comes up, you meditate on it, and then within five minutes, it almost always goes away. And if it doesn't, you could always masturbate without porn, which leads me into step number six. Get plenty of healthy dopamine. If you get exercise, even just going on walks, if you're productive and you're accomplishing small goals every single day, then dopamine will be released throughout the day and you'll be getting your dopamine fix in a healthy way. And you'll be less likely to need that dopamine hit in the form of pornography later on. But if you're staying home, lazy, doing nothing, or even if you're working but you're at a job that you don't enjoy, that doesn't give you that 
hit of healthy dopamine, then you're more likely to get that dopamine rush later by watching porn. So not only do you need to be doing things productive on a daily basis, but also reward yourself for those things. That could be playing video games for a little bit or going out and getting a massage or eating a slice of cake because you've done something productive, you've done something good, now you can reward yourself with those other things that you might really want to do. Now, I'm not saying eat cake all the time or play video games all the time. Only use those things as a reward for yourself, but do not use porn as a reward. Never do that. Instead, you can use masturbation as a healthy reward because most doctors will agree that a healthy dose of masturbating is good for you. I'm not talking about three times a day. I'm talking about maybe three times a week at most. And when you do it, of course, do not do it to porn. Think about past sexual experiences. Don't think of all those images that you've seen in porn. Think about things that you've actually done with real women. Now, if you don't have any sexual experience, I get it. That can be a little hard, no pun intended. But as long as you've had some sexual experience in your life, but if you go back and actually think of those moments, not only should that arouse you and it'll be healthy arousal, but you're conditioning yourself to get aroused by real events, real situations, which can also make you feel good, make you feel confident because you're like, oh yeah, I did that. Instead of thinking, oh, I wish I could be that guy with all those women in the porn. That depletes confidence because your brain knows you're not that guy and you'll never be that guy. And step seven is get support. Get help, man. In fact, one of my past clients, his name's Ellie Nash. He did a TED Talk and he talked about how you can turn your shame into healing just by sharing it with others and by sharing your hardships. And I'll put a link down to that video of his TED Talk down in the description. He talks about how your story can be something that you're proud of because it's something that you accomplished. It's something that you won instead of it being something that you're ashamed of. Embrace it. You're human. Pretty much all humans, in my experience, are addicted to something. Some are addicted to things that are positive, but most are addicted to things that are negative, things they don't want to be addicted to. So don't see yourself as being weird or somebody that's different because you're actually like most, if not all other humans on this planet. And Ellie Nash says that sharing your story to an accepting audience is the best way to achieve your goal of never watching porn again. So find an accountability partner, somebody who's gone through the same thing. Don't find somebody who's never had a porn addiction because he just won't understand. Find somebody who either has gone through what you're going through or is currently in the same boat as you. And reach out to him anytime you're having strong urges. And if you slip up, just tell him. Don't beat yourself up about it. And your accountability partner should not be your romantic partner. It should be somebody else. Someone who takes porn addiction very seriously. And there's also support groups out there. Just Google it and see if there's any sexual addiction support groups in your area. And finally, find a mental health or sexual addiction specialist and make sure that they have experience dealing with porn addiction because this person can really help you move obstacles out of the way, obstacles that you didn't even know were there. Like I said, in step number one, the deep root of this could be some deep sexual trauma that you experienced. And sitting face to face with somebody like that can really help you get to the root of your problem. And here's a bonus step. If you're a single guy, then learn how to meet women in the real world. 
stop living in fantasy land and get out there and meet real women. And we have tons of resources to help you with that, including a free breakthrough strategy session where we'll figure out what's holding you back, why are you not meeting the women that you wanna meet, and then what's your dream life look like? or your dream wife look like, and how to get there in the quickest and fastest way possible. So I'll put a link to that free breakthrough session down in the description. And commit right now to doing these seven steps because if you do them, you will overcome your porn addiction. Doesn't mean you will never slip up ever, but you'll finally get a handle on this problem for good. I guarantee it. And leave me a comment down below. Let me know how the process went for you or if there was one step that just really worked the best for you. I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to contact me on Instagram, follow me, send me a DM. I'd love to chat with you. Thanks for listening to the Attractive Man podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and visit theattractiveman.com to see our bootcamp schedule, apply for a free consultation, and get access to your free training. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.